Uh-oh. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Jules. We are helping dental assistants get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Jules and I have been dental assisting for a long time. We may not be experts, but we sure are old. (laughs) What we're doing is we're going online. We're finding that some dental assistants are running into humps with their team, with their dentist, with the career field. We are dissecting them, pulling out those pearls, and helping you get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Happy hump day, Miss Jules. Happy hump day, Miss Rhonda. How are you? Well, I'm doing just fine in this mellow, awesomest Wednesday. How are you? I'm I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah, me too. We're tired, and summer's winding down, man. Yeah, it is. We had like this gnarly storm here this weekend. It almost felt like like a tornado came through. They're calling it microburst. Microburst. Well, microburst some trees down. Yeah, it did. (laughs) (laughs) It busted some some power lines up really good. We had, okay, so here's what happened. So for like the last 10 years, my husband and I have talked about buying a generator. Every time the power goes out, we say, you know what? I sure do wish we had a generator. And then... (laughs) And then Sunday morning rolls around. We still have power. I mean, we're at like 14 hours then. And considering the damage, I'm like, I don't think we're getting power anytime soon. I'm like, you need to go to Lowe's right now and get a generator. And you and the 500 other people that do it, right? That's what I said. Is like, it was like 11 in the morning. I was like, if you don't go now, there's not going to be any left. And uh, he went up there and came back. He's like, I'm sure glad you, you had me do that. I'm really, de- you know, because they were, they were getting, you know, it was kind of like bread and milk, you know, that they just go really fast. Mm-hmm. Flying off the shelves. Yeah. And so we were able to save, uh, we have two freezers. We have, we, we have one freezer in the garage full of meat, like all beef. And then we had all of our perishables in our inside fridge. So we were able to plug both of those in. So we saved all our food. <laughs> and then the power came on later that night, like at seven. So that's not now bad. We, yeah. Now we have a generator. Woohoo. Woohoo. So today we had sent out a like Instagram story about ask us any type of questions. So I got a couple really good questions. So I just I'll go over those and we can answer and chime in and go from there. I like it. I like it. All right. So one of the questions was, okay, cool. I really love your podcast. I am so glad to have found it. I've been in the dental field for over 20 years. I worry as I get older that I will be too old to assist. Never too old. Never. Never. I like to ask, is there any advice for a veteran RDA or dental assistants who have spent their years helping others? That we do. We help others. Longevity in the dental field and also retirement planning. Ooh. You're up. That's, that's, a, that's a John Hatfield job. Yeah, the retirement. Yeah. Anybody should reach out to John. He knows his smack down on some financial plan and business. Yeah, he really does. And you know what? I think there's actually a couple of podcast episodes with John um, somewhere back. 
always. Uh, mm-hmm. But we will definitely have him on more to talk about the details. But okay, you're never too old to assist. Like I've had some assistants in my life that were in their 60s and still did it. And here's here's the coolest part is if you you work with a dentist that's the same age as you, you guys yeah. kind of like mellow out and slow down and only do the cases that you want so that you could sustain working long term. Right. Like where it's a really light load and you just work that that one dentist. So I I I don't see that you have to retire um, mm-hmm. until you absolutely are ready. Right. Uh, I think it should be on your own terms or, you know, like if your body can't handle it anymore. But the thing is, is if you were in a fast paced office and you feel like you can't keep up with anymore, I am sure there are other offices that you could keep up with. I'm sure there's a ton of offices. Just get your resume together and get out there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, yeah. I, I just, yes. retire. Here's the thing. Like John says, it's like social security is not a guaranteed thing, guys. We cannot rely on it. We can't. Unfortunately, no. Nope. And even that, I mean, John breaks down the numbers and it's still not enough to live on. (laughs) Right. You know, you still have to have a retirement plan. And I know so many people that end up hustling the last 15 years are in the career field um, just to save up a nest egg so that they can, you know, buy groceries. Well, and the thing is, is if you're younger now and you make a thousand dollars a week, okay, which would be nice, but I don't know if anybody, you know, all of them out there do, but Hey, we can dream big. So if you, I'm just doing around numbers cause you know, I'm not really good at math unless I have a calculator in front of me. So if you do 6% is the most you can do for taking out on your 401, 6%, okay, of what you make. So if you do 1000 that is $60, right, a week? Right. So, and if your employer matches it, that's another $60 that you don't have to work at putting away. Yep. So if you get the match all the way up to the match, that's 60 bucks. But if you get, you know, one, you know, 3% or 2%, whatever the case may be, there is a good dollar figure. They're still giving you money that you don't have to earn. So if you have any type, even if you only put 1% away or 2% away, if your employer offers any type of 401k, just do it just put something away because they're going to match you. Even if it's only a $5 match, if they give you $5, that's $5 more that you didn't have and you didn't have to earn it and work longer. Yep. So spin now to save later. Is that the right one? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it's hard because they, sometimes employers don't offer those stuff that, you know, those, 401ks and all that stuff. It's That's when we talk about the bennies. Cause seriously, like, yes, dental assistants, a lot of them make $11 out the gate and you know, we can't hit that $20 an hour mark until, you know, like 10, 15 years in whatever it is, mm-hmm. but you have to contribute those benefits. Like guys, yes, you right. may not make a high hourly wage, but if your doctor has benefits, you, you can't like daydream about another job who wants to pay you $2 more an hour, but not offer the benefits. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and you know, if you're an older assistant, you come with more skill set. you come with more experiences. 
um, how to handle things better in your office. So you have a little bit more, say a leg up than maybe someone that has a year, you know, so it, it, it can be an asset to you. You just have to have a great resume if you're looking to keep working and maybe your boss retires and now you have to find another office or some, you want something closer to home or different hours. So get that resume together. We have what, Nicole that does all the resumes on, on there? Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, get your resume together. And I do think there's longevity as long as your body and you're physically want to do it. I mean, I have a friend that works one day a week just because she likes it and she just wants to stay active. Yep. So it's, I think dental assistant is very conducive to your lifestyle. So. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, the fact that she reached out to DA Rockstars and, and, you know, is thinking about it this much. I mean, I, if I were her, she were me, I would keep hustling. I'd keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hustle, hustle. And yeah. some of us had some high side hustles and that's okay too. Yep. Hustle, hustle, hustle. <laughs> True question. I know you had somebody. Okay. So I was actually, so I was in the dental assistance worldwide group this morning and it was a really good post because it was kind of broad. So I right. thought that was really cool. And I'm just going to read you the response I gave her. Okay. Um, and then maybe you can chime in with your opinion. Okay. So this, the poster stated, what do you think is a DA's biggest struggle and why? Give me a quick explanation. So I wrote to her or him <laughs> and I said, the DA's biggest struggle is seeing themselves as a productive team member. This fundamentally keeps you from knowing your worth. Too many DAs just do the minimum and never ask for more responsibility in the practice and that actually will increase their pay. Know and do what it takes to be irreplaceable in your office and demand that you be compensated for those things. There are dentists that will continue to make you feel less than. You cannot let them. Jules Varney will let you know that you are not a tree and you can move. Don't settle, never stop learning, always say yes, know your worth, and never, ever think of yourself as just a dental assistant. True that. Boom. <laughs> and it's, you're not a tree, you can get up and leave. That, okay, I was close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's okay, because remember, trees have leaves. <laughs> and the leaves leave, they fall off and leave. <sighs> It's, that was such a good post and it was interesting reading all the comments. So if you're in the dental assistance worldwide group, go back through and read some of the comments. Like I'll read some of the comments. Let's pull it up here. Um, because I thought it was interesting, like the different points of view, but they all kind of aligned with the same thing about valuing yourself, your worth. Um, you know, how can we make this profession better? And, um, hmm. Oh, okay. You know, one of the comments was dealing with difficult doctors. Absolutely. Not all of them. And that isn't any job. We have to remember, yes, this, we talk about our profession, but I am sure there's difficult bosses, coworkers everywhere in every profession. It's not just ours. So it's stressful and it wears on you to the point of mental exhaustion. So mental exhaustion is not okay though. Like to be mentally tapped out from your job, that 
that, you know, I think she needs to find a way to outlet it or change it. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, cause if you go to work every day, fearing that you're going to get in trouble for doing something wrong or getting yelled at or belittled like that, that's not where you need to be. <laughs> and I think mental exhaustion is a different form of maybe mental abuse or um, not so much physical abuse. Cause I don't know if that happens, but more verbal abuse, yep. a verbal abuse, and that mentally drains you. But mental exhaustion for me is a hectic schedule and trying to process all that information where your brain is just mush by the end of the day. Yep. So is she having mental exhaustion from that type of situation or is she having a mental exhaustion from the physical and the verbal exhaustion and abuse? So what else? Let's see. Finding a good fit and the pay, either low wages or hours cut. I work hard, brown bag it every day, and I can't get ahead financially. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yep. That's true. And one of these comments rings true to it because she just said, oh, I got $16,000 in debt, make $11 an hour. It effing sucks. Ugh. And that's the sad thing is she invested all this money in her education and she's getting out making $11 an hour. And is it full-time, part-time? You know, when does her student loans kick back in? She's, you know, you have to think of that situation. Uh, pain in the ass dentist. Hmm. <laughs> yes. Some of them are not easy people. We know that. Uh, Learning proper groveling skills. This was good for the cost of living raise, art of steadfast negotiation. So yes, you kind of have to sell yourself. So if you're not good at sales, there's tons of books out there on how to be a better salesman, seriously, in the self-help section, and how to talk to sales. And you could always learn those negotiating. Are you drinking? It's no. water. It's oh. water. Sure. I promise. I'm saving my wine for after the show. <laughs> um, but you could always learn how to be a better negotiator for yourself and how to talk, convey your message and convince them that you are your worth, right? So we have to learn those skills because some people are, are just not good at asking. They'll ask for others, but they don't ask for themselves, right? Yeah. Well, here's what happens is like the minute you're ready to like get, get all your ducks in a row and you've got your list of all the things you're accomplishing in the office. And it's usually the day before or the day of you break something or you, you really bomb in a procedure or, uh, you know, it's, it's always something catastrophic that you're, you're constantly thinking, Oh, now I don't have my ammunition because I did something wrong. Right. Yep. We do stuff wrong every day, guys. That doesn't mean you're not worth it. Yeah, one person said <laughs> hang in there, which was good. Somebody said jealous ass coworkers. Mm, I, you know, I could see that. I this is I think the first time I've worked with another assistant, maybe a couple times, but it's hard if you um, like having your own gig, being the only band leader, shall I say, and then you have a couple more assistants on your turf. Might you know? Might be a little bit difficult to share, or put things the way they need to be put, or kind of all find like a common ground. Yeah, and like I said, it's in any profession. It's not just ours. It's just any profession. 
we have to learn how to work with people better. I think we have to have better people skills. Yeah. Oh, and happy left-handers day. Don't oh. realize out there that 90% <laughs> of us that are dental assists use our left hand every single day. Yep. So to all you dental assistants out there, whether you're left or right-handed, happy left-handers day. Oh, you know what? I was thinking about that today. So my last associate um, was a left-hander, but our new associate isn't. And I just, I walked up to her and I was like, thank you. She's like, for what? I'm like, for being a right-handed person, because now I don't have to change my rooms over, redo all my drawers. Like, <laughs> I'm just, oh. because it was, it was a pain because like we have three ops that we run out of. And, um, if the lefty was, we, we set up one particular room for that dentist. Right. If we had to do overfill and to another op, then we had to shift it all around. It was kind of a, a pain in the butt. Ugh. Yeah, so I had worked with a left-handed hygienist, and she said when she started in hygiene school, they tried to change her to be a right-handed. Oh, like she, they do kids in elementary? Yeah, but she couldn't do it, so she always remained a left-handed, so she works from the left side of the chair. So like when we, I go to do sealants and stuff, I'm like, yes, I get to work from the right side of the chair. <laughs> <I'm a> dentist. <laughs> I may not be one. I play one in my basement. <laughs> um, another question we had was how to deal with a dentist that is cold to his employees. Mm. You want to know what I, I want to tell you a funny story. Um, but I don't know that everybody wants to try this at home. <laughs> okay. So when I was still getting warmed up to my dentist, um, we were at a CE and, um, she had gone out to like a dinner date with a girlfriend of hers, another dentist. Well, we saw them, we were driving by going somewhere and I saw her sitting on a patio. <laughs> Stop playing with your face. I saw her sitting on a patio eating dinner. So what did I do? I had one of the girls, she was actually one of the front desk girls. I had her stop the car. I jumped out in the middle of like all of these people. And I was like, Oh my God, it's really you. Can I take your picture? Like I acted like she was a celebrity. She turned beat red. I sat, I went up to her little table. I took selfies with her. Oh, like everybody's gosh. like whispering, like, who's that? I'm like, Oh my gosh, who's that? Like they, <laughs> and it broke the ice ever since then we've been like super besties, but not everybody can do that. Um, for right. one, you'd have to be like super awkward like me and do stuff like that. But it was really nice. Cause it broke the ice. Like she could not believe that her dental assistant would just jump out of a basically moving vehicle to pretend she's a celebrity and take photos with her. <laughs> and the crowd over here, people. Five dollars for an autograph on a napkin. Um, I I think you have to just learn what makes them tick by just keep asking questions, keeping them engaged. Maybe they feel that you're not as warm and fuzzy as you should be because you don't know how to approach them. So it could be a two-way street, right? So I just say keep talking, keep, you know, kind of being funny. Um, I always used to laugh because when I worked for Dr. Bradford and he'd go in his office nice and quiet and, and shake his head, sit in his chair and I'd be like, ooh, you got your panties in a bunch. What's the matter now? <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, your life is not that rough. Suck it up, buttercup. Um, but so I think you just have to keep your conversation going and engaging and maybe they'll just start to be warmed up. I mean, that's what we're here for. And 
you're in customer service, you know, we're, we're providing services to patients. So you really have to have a good customer service, I think, mindset. So. Yeah. Ask about their families. Remember like important dates. Like there's so many little things that you can do like that one time when my dentist only listened to NPR and I wanted to have something to talk about so that we could connect. What did I do? I started listening to NPR. <laughs> now it's, you're hooked. I know I'm an NPR. Yeah. But see, I mean, it's little stuff like that. Like here's what happens for a lot of dentists. They become closed off and hard to talk to either a, because they're just socially awkward to begin with. Cause a lot right. of them are scientists at heart or B, they've been burnt by dental assistants to where they've gotten attached to them and then they left because there's no compete issues and they took off or, you know, and maybe they're scared. It's just like a relationship. They're scared to get their heart broken again. So maybe they are going to be standoffish for a year or so just to make sure that you're, you're, you know, you're in for the long haul. Mm -hmm. Or C, they're just very self-centered. Yeah. Remember, the yeah. world does not revolve around you. It revolves around the sun. <laughs> As I said today, I was okay. feeling a little saucy this morning. I like it. If they're self-centered, uh, what do you do? If there's, if there's no way to break the ice and they just, well, probably the best thing you can do is ask them how you can help them. Cause remember you, now you're turning the focus on them. Yeah. So they're going to be like, Oh, how can she help me? Well, you know, so you're talking about them. It's not like you're generating conversation about your kids, their kids. It's about, you asked how you could help them. So they're going to engage in conversation about them, about themselves. So, and I think we had one more. Let's see here. Oh. Quit yawning. I didn't how, do that. <laughs> how do you get dental assistants to understand the value of importance? I don't get it. Try again. How do you get the dental assistants to understand their value and importance? And importance? Importance. Yeah, like they are important. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think that, go ahead. You go first. Um, well, just think about the world falling down when you're not there. <laughs> if you don't know how important you are, don't go to work. <laughs> And that will, I mean, you'll get a million texts, uh, you know, like a, mo a million phone calls. You go back in and the world has literally crashed. If you don't know how important you are, take a hiatus and you'll see. If you need positive affirmations from other people, that's fine. But that's living proof that you're important. You're important to the practice. You're important to yourself. You're important to the people in your lives. And I just, I mean, dental assists or dentists can do dentistry, uh, not as well as they used to could by themselves. Now right. with chemical bonding and all of the different technology that we use, it's pretty mm -hmm. much a, it's a forehanded job, no matter what. Oh, absolutely. But if you don't think of yourself as important, then you need to go to that self-help aisle at the library, like Jules was talking about. <laughs> and you need to see the effort that you put in life. Like dental assistants are some of the hardest working people I've ever met. And yes. I have never met one that wasn't important. Right. And I think it comes from within that you have to have higher standards for yourself and make yourself feel good first. And if you're in an office that you don't feel as valued as you should, and you go home and cry, or you cry at work, 
um, <laughs> you know, you need to look in the mirror and you need to find out what is for you because you're the number one that's important. First of off, 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 first of all, you are the most important person. So you need to be happy at work too. So you really have to take a look at what's going to make you important. Like I said, there's thousands of dental offices out there. Unless you work in a little podunk town like me that only has one dental office, <laughs> then you might have to drive 25 minutes to the next one. But you have to look what's important to you, what you value and stuff. And I think once we start changing that and others start valuing their self more, then dentists are going to start valuing us more. So, you know, there are, if there's, you know, dental assistants, that, not saying they lack respect, but just think they're not as valued in their behavior and their mannerisms. Um, but I think the more we get on board with stopping the being used or being verbally abused or pushed around, shoved around, not physically, but like, you know, not being treated the way we should be treated. I think the more we take a stand and tell people that's not okay, I think the better off we're going to be. Yep. Yeah. Take a stand. Yep. You know, respect comes from each other so that, you know, if we expect more of each other, then the dentist will start expecting more of us, mm -hmm. you know, and then it's just, it's, it's, and everybody's always talking about this, like we should have a union, uh, so no. that we can have stand. I, that's not it, guys. Know your worth. You don't need a union. You need to show up to work, eager and ready to take on more tasks. And well, you need to. Task, you need to show them that you get. You deserve to get paid for that extra work. Right. And you need to put your foot down on the way you're treated, the way you're talked to, the way, you know, instruments may be tossed in your face or slammed down on the tray or those things are not okay to happen either. So all those things combined and we can have a better work environment. Yep. So, and not all doctors out there are jerky. Trust no, me. I, the younger ones are oh, really good. Yeah. I like it. They are way more patient than like the older variety of dentists. Yes, they are. So I feel like they value us more. Yeah. Every morning we should wake up and say, I'm the most fantastic dental assistant in the mirror. <laughs> I am superwoman. <laughs> oh, you, you know what I decided to do today? It's funny. We, we're mentioning this. This is like this weird um, energy or whatever. I'm going to do a series of, okay, so did you remember Saturday Night Live where they had, um, oh, what was that guy's name? He's like, gosh darn it, and people like me, the positive affirmations. I'm going to do a yes. series. I'm going to do a series of positive affirmations, guys. Stay tuned. It's going to be epic. <laughs> that way you guys can always have something to revert to. Yes, I will mm -hmm. video it. I, you know, I, I can't wait. I thought about that. That's crazy. That, I literally thought about that on my drive to work today. Is like it would be nice to have like a little library of positive affirmations that are specific mm -hmm. to dental assistants because we all like forget right. that we've all struggled with the same stuff. Like you always feel like you're the only one that does this, or or it's only happened to you, oh, but it's gosh. not true. There's so many out there that are just we're all the same. We're all the same in the big old melting pot of dental assisting, right? Yep. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> ah, well. Those were some good questions for today. That was really, really good. I feel like this was a very um, needed 
episode. Like, I think that there's a lot of assistants that need to hear this stuff. Yeah. So we're always here. Reach out us with your questions, concerns, nothing's good, bad, or ugly. Doesn't matter. It's all good. Yep. It's and it's all about good. perspective too. It's the way you choose to see life. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, the one piece of advice I could give to any assistant who is feeling, um, I don't know, underappreciated or intimidated by their doctor is just find a motivational speaker. You know, there's lots of them out there in the world. Oh yeah, there's so many. And they will pump you up. They, whatever, whatever insecurities you build up at work, you can counteract those easy guys. If you're not ready to change your environment, you can change the way you feel about your environment. Yep. Sure can. Sure can. Yep. Alrighty. So, okay. Any updates on the conference? I know it's getting uh, close. It's getting I'm close. A couple months away, which is good. A couple months away. And we are coming up with a plan to live stream it. Whoop, whoop. And in a secret group, I think that's how it's going to have to happen where you could have access to it afterwards if you just can't get to the live stream um, and uh, get your CEs with the codes and download those. So I'm working with CE Zoom to we're going to figure that all out and we'll work with John, the Dental Cast Productions to figure out that all out. But I really want to be able to reach as many dental assistants as I can that need this, but they just can't right now this year attend. Yeah. So we're looking at ways of live streaming. It will be a paid per live stream. Um, so you will, you know, pay to enter the one live stream and then you'll be into the whole secret group. And I have a friend who actually, he's in a band, a national recording artist band, and he live streamed one of his gigs and had people like pay for it. So I reached out to him how he did it. Yeah. So, well, I mean, that way you have access to the CE. So it's the only, right. the only way that you can do it without going to the conference. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know, I mean, like I said, we'll live them, but we're, we'll, they'll be in there and you know, like when people do normal lives, it still stays on Facebook. It'll just be in a secret group where once you pay for it, we'll add you to the group. So, um, very cost effective. Um, but we want to be, be able to make sure that we can reach every dental assistant out there. And then with the hopes of they want to come next year. Yep. And then also, you know, having access so that the dentists realize the investment that they would be um, mm -hmm. so they can see your assistant. Yeah. Yeah. The amazing speakers and all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah. that'll be it. I'm so excited. Super excited. I just yeah. want to meet you. Be the host. I want to touch your finger like ET. I want our first touch to be like fingertips. Can we do that? <laughs> I think it's more like a hug. <laughs> yeah. But can we start with the ET touch and then fall into a hug? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want to make it super dramatic, guys. <laughs> You're so funny. Oh, well, I hope you guys all have an amazing hump day. Yes. Have a fabulous hump day. Hope uh, the rest of your week is spectacular. Keep your foot over your plate. Um, I hope all of your impressions are bubble free. And don't forget, you are not just a dental assistant. That's right. <laughs> Ever. Ever. Bye, guys. Bye.
Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Jules. As always, if you guys need to get the hold of DA Rockstars, we have Facebook and Instagram, Jules Varney at Dental Assistance Rock, Instagram or the website or Facebook. And find your tribe. Dental Assistance Worldwide Group is a safe, vetted place for dental assistants where we're connecting and sharing our stories and learning together as a tribe. At the end of the day, we only hope for you that you are a better version of yourself tomorrow than you are today. And that starts by finding your people who are motivated to do better and be better. But until next week, keep on suctioning.